<laughs> Welcome, everybody. It's time for Podcast with Paul. Oh, look, it's great. We can learn more of our social skills. We can get attuned to our own feelings. We might even get attuned to the feelings of others. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great to know how to deal with all these difficult people that come into our life? I certainly like to. You know, those difficult people who mess with your head, they tend to block your enjoyment in life. I just like to learn to be free and happy and just to be. I'm sure you do too. Who wants complainers? Who wants show-offs? Who wants drama queens? Who wants self-promoters? No, we want fun. We want healthy relationships. Hey, you can have them. They're yours to have because you deserve them. How do we get them? It's Podcast with Paul. Welcome, everybody. (laughs) Hi, listeners. Look, thank you for listening to episode one. It's time for episode two with this uh, interesting fellow, but he has a lot to offer. Now we're going to talk about workplace. How does happiness, joy work in the workplace? Talk about self-important people and people who think to be taking themselves a bit too seriously. And also we're going to learn about how we present ourselves, what our body language says. It's all things that are so interesting with the great Brett Burton. Hello, welcome to everyone. Episode two on the way. I look at the workplace sometimes, it's a little bit too serious. <laughs> I think pe- people walking around being self-important. Yes, um, and I, <laughs> and I, I look at that and I think, why, why are we so, so, so self-important? And what is it that makes us be self-important, do you think, Brad? What, what, why do people take themselves on so seriously sometimes? Oh, look, I think that we, you know, from, from time to time, we, we all wear masks, you know, because we want to you know, either fit in or we want to, um, you know, we want to have respect or, and, you know, and there's ego involved in a lot of things. So I think that, um, you know, uh, particularly males, we, we, you know, we've grown up in a society where there's expectation and, um, you know, that you act a certain way and that you uh, provide a certain way. And so I think that, um, you know, depending on where you come from, I don't want to get too, you know, deep and, and personal, but you, you, our backgrounds and the environment we were, that we were brought up in um, certainly depict, you know, our, our masks sometimes and, and how we... Uh, how we act and how we behave. So, I think it's um, you know there's this uh, you know concept that you you know work is about work and it's serious and it's not meant to be fun. But um, we, we now know that um, you know the more you can enjoy an environment and that doesn't matter what environment you're in. But if the more you enjoy an environment, and you're engaged in what you do, the better the performance and, and the better you will be. Yeah. So that's the place of where where creativity and and uh, you know innovation can exist and yeah. where. Uh, the place where your mind is available and open to the sharing. I've always been fascinated by the idea that it doesn't take one person to get anywhere. No. It, do- it takes a group. Yes. And to identify what your skill set is, is important. But I think sometimes we get too caught up in what our own story is. Yeah, so yes. our own story governs who we think we are. And that doesn't necessarily allow us to include others because we get caught up in the drama of our lives. The drama of our lives is why is the drama there? Why do we want to um, imagine that we're so caught up in what's going on that we don't like to necessarily listen to what others have got to say? Yeah. We don't. We don't find it easy to communicate because it's, it's the drama and the drudgery of our own journey. And yet, if we did, we did just lighten up and thought, hey, we could be freely available to communicate how we feel, and then just maybe listen to another person on how they feel. Then in a workspace, 
the workspace becomes a more a more of a place where you look forward to going to yeah. instead of going oh no I have to go to work again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the boss is going to do this and that's going to because I think um, this whole idea that maybe we could live in a in a place in the workplace where it's more about purpose than just profit. Yes. It'd be nice that purpose was behind why we went to work yeah. and that we felt that we were valued and that by the value that we bring, we value others. So it's that sharing that we could that we could, that we could could bring to the workplace rather than just the taking. Yeah, and I think that, you know, we've seen a big shift in, in certainly consumerism over the last 10 years where, you know, purpose-led uh, companies have, have, have um, you know, um, I guess um, succeeded and and, um, and flourished and, and and profits go up anyway because you're providing a, a service that is first and foremost going well what's what's the purpose of this uh, what's the purpose for the community what's the purpose for the environment and when you start from a place of purpose uh, you generally get greater engagement um, and I think that um, you touched on before that uh, you know we, we do get caught up in ourselves but we know that when we collaborate together and, and we that the sum of um, the parts is, is uh, you know, more powerful than the individual, um, that we get a better result. And you know, that's not only, um, I guess, from an emotional point of view, but also, um, you know, from, from science, that we, we release, you know, oxytocin, that, that, that was just kind of the love chemical. So when we collaborate and we come together, that we, we have shared, you know, positivity and shared experiences, and, and, uh, and that creates a successful environment as well. So there's a lot of science behind and the thought of you know, sharing and, and coming together and, and, and doing things in a, in a purposeful way. Yeah, and that's 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 one of the one of the things that I think the workshop demonstrates. Because when we do do the workshop together, and we all get together and have a laugh, at the end of it, everyone's much more alive, lightened up, having fun, communicating. I mean, sometimes we sit in a workshop and people are quite reserved and they've got their arms folded and their shoulders are down and they're a little bit concerned about what are we doing here? Is this going to work? Do I feel comfortable with the idea that I'm asked to, asked to laugh? You know, what's laughter all about anyway? Why is it so important? And then suddenly we see these people transform because when other people are around also doing the laughter and we lead the laughter, the laughter sort of generates more laughter and people are free to express themselves. I've always uh, looked at people at uh, weddings and I find weddings funny places because you watch someone at a <laughs> wedding, you watch, the, watch, watch everyone being quite quiet at the start and conservative and, and uh, as a, a few drinks come out and as the day goes, the, the evening rolls on, music starts playing. But at a wedding people seem to be allowed to be freer in their expression of joy because uh, you know, the people, it's a young couple or whatever, or whatever couples got married. And the, and the idea that then the, the, the ladies might be able to get up and dance and be free to dance, they, the shoes come off and suddenly they're liberated yes. in a moment of time. And uh, everyone's watching and saying, oh, well, then maybe I should get up and, and have a bit of fun. And even that that goes to the men. Sometimes the men are a little bit like, oh, reserved. I don't know if I want to go up there. But the, the ladies are saying, come on, guys, get up and have a dance. <laughs> so the, <laughs> and you go, oh, dear, well, well, is anyone looking? Yeah. You know, is everyone <laughs> worried about who's looking and who's not? But when you do get up there and actually do have a dance and, and move to the music, in actual fact, it's the music that's doing the work. And you're just lost in the moment. And when you're lost in the moment in a group, like when you go to a, to, to, a, to a concert, when the concert's got the whole audience involved in it, you're in a zone and the vibe is part of what you're feeling. And you just think, wow, I feel part of the community in this moment. I don't feel alone anymore. I feel part of the group. Yeah. And that's the group of, uh, that's the feeling that you're really looking for and yearning for. I think it's good for our souls. 
It is, yeah, absolutely. It is, it is good for our souls, and it's, it, it's what we call getting into flow state, you know. And, and so when when you're engrossed in something, when you're engaged in something fully, uh, you don't have thought. You know, you're just going with the flow. And and uh, you know, music is, is great at doing that if you can allow yourself to just, you know, be free and as you said, be liberated. And uh, you know, again, we we, we we put these masks on, and we, we're so worried about perception and so worried about. Oh, who's looking, you know, how am I going up the dance floor, am I dancing well, but when you do just let yourself go, um, you know, you have a good time and, and you don't even think about that. So yes, your inhibitions have gone and yeah. then you just, you're just enjoying yourself yeah. and when you do enjoy yourself, you allow yourself to enjoy yourself yeah. and you're not caring about what people may or may not think and then when you've, when you've hit that spot, that spot is just so nice yeah. and it's so much fun and it's a happy place. Yep happy place so that's what the workshop's about the workshop's about making a happy place so the first thing we do with the workshop is we play some music so for the laughter crew out there we want to uh, share some of these a uh, little bit of music that we do so we're going to do a little exercise now um with a song called shake it off with um with the lovely uh, what's her name uh Taylor swift is it yeah that's yeah, the Taylor, Taylor swift, swift girl yes. now she's she's pretty she's pretty lively she's very lively, she, she's, very lively. She's, she's, she's definitely she's, laughing a lot she, she's laughing a lot when you see her film clips you she's jumping around for joy and she's very free in spirit so just let's have a little listen to this song and as we listen to it uh, crew laughter crew out there um i just want you to think about shaking it off yourself just that idea of shaking it off yeah i'll just put it on uh, i've got it here uh, from where? <laughs> here, it, here it comes. Now, Taylor says, shake it off means shake off some of those inhibitions that you might have and just imagine yourself on the dance floor shaking it off and just take yourself away and we'll just have a little bit of... Take off a bit of stress. Take off a bit of stress. And we'll take off the stress with you and we'll have a little dance with it. Again now, shake it off. Here it is. Now, is that is everyone shaking it off there, Brad? You, you feel a bit I've shaky yourself. Off, yeah. <laughs> I've certainly shook so, off the stress I had. So, <laughs> a little bit more shaking off for everyone. Just go a little bit more. Just get free, get shaken, and shake it off. Well, there you go, crew. I hope you'd all shaked it off now because we feel a bit shaked <laughs> off here in the studio. We don't know what we're doing, <laughs> but it's fun. And uh, it brings a smile on your face to feel liberated. And that's just an example of what the, uh, what the workshop's about. But the other thing that we start to go into in the workshop is what our body language says uh, when we walk into a, a space. And uh, I was thinking sometimes that people aren't really observant of their body language because we don't see ourselves when we walk into a room 
we sort of just uh, come into the room and we see other people's body language. But we don't see our own. And how are we when we introduce ourselves or if we don't introduce ourselves? And how are we? Because sometimes people walk into a room and they feel a bit like people are looking at them and they don't know how to react because it's not a very easy thing sometimes to walk into a room of, say, 10 or 12 or 15 people and say, oh, I don't know, are people looking at me? Do I need to go up and talk to people? How is my body language? What is it saying? So often people are, are walking with a, a little bit of, uh, what's that, trepidation? Trepidation, yes. Trepidation. Yeah, yeah, a bit nervous, a bit, bit nervous, unsure. A bit yeah. unsure. Yeah. Now, what does our body language say? And I think to myself, what do I look like when I walk into a room? And I'm, am I am I giving off the, the happiness and joy that I profess to, to be the, to be <laughs> the guru? Usually you've got a smile on your face, uh, Paul. You're usually up and about and, and giving off some positive energy. <laughs> Thanks, listeners. That was episode two. Learned a bit more, didn't we, about having fun and a little bit about laughter and oh, what the workplace is about. Now I look forward to episode three. Stay along with us, everybody. We're looking forward to what we're going to learn in episode three. Thanks for joining us. Cheers, guys. That's another episode from Podcast with Paul. Special thanks, everyone. Remember to keep an eye out for our next exciting episode with more fun special guests. Find out more of what we're all about and look up The Laughter Project. Hey, everyone. Be happy.